Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to The Art of Unraveling. So this morning, I woke up and... I was just feeling kind of numb. That's the only way I I know how to describe it. I was feeling like not excited about things. And I'm typically pretty, a pretty excited person, pretty passionate person. I always have ideas and I want to be creative and I just haven't been feeling that. And it, it's kind of started a couple days ago. And so finally today I was like, okay, what's going on here? What's, what's up? And I decided to sit with it, which is what I teach, obviously, all of you to do, which is be with all of your feelings, feel it all, sit with it, welcome it, don't be afraid of it. And, you know, the more we do that, the more the the emotions move. That's what their emotion is just energy in motion. So when we sit with it, when we be with it, it transforms into something else at some point. It doesn't stick around forever, but when we're in it, we feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to feel this. And so we do whatever we can to escape that feeling. Trust me, I know I am the queen of escape. And I even noticed that while I had decided to look into it, to investigate it, I had my phone sitting on my desk and I was sitting in the chair in my office and I kept looking at my phone like, oh, maybe I should research this oh, I need to check on that. Oh, I need to, you know, I kept getting all these little pings and I literally almost reached for my phone. That is how I distract, right? And I know I'm not alone here, right? We distract ourselves from feeling those deeper things, from asking those deeper questions by these little pings, by these little moments of escapism that we do. And I decided, no, sit with it, feel it, understand it. There's something there for you because it's, it's just felt foreign to me. It didn't feel like me, not that it didn't feel like mine. It just, I could tell something was going on or I wouldn't feel this just like blah. That's probably the best way to describe it. It was just like a blah feeling. And so I just sat there. I closed my eyes. I placed my hand on my heart and I just asked, you know, what is this numbness? want to share with me? Or is there anything underneath this? And after a few moments, some sadness came. Like I had this urge to cry. And I remembered that I had a dream over the weekend or a few days ago, a couple days ago, that I was in my grandmother's house. And I don't remember what I was doing, but I was there and it was very real and vivid. And my grandma's house is my was my safe place, you know, growing up like that's that remained the only constant and the only safe place in my childhood. And so that was that's just has a special place for me. And in in a lot of ways, it stayed as it was when I was a child. And 
I was the first grandchild of my grandparents. And so I kind of got a little bit spoiled and I was an only child. So, and you know, they knew that it wasn't the best living situation for me. So I think maybe they overcompensated a little bit. Doesn't really matter, but they spoiled me quite a bit. So I had a lot of toys and I actually had taken over two of the bedrooms upstairs with all of those toys. My grandpa made me this big Barbie house. He made it himself. And I had close to a hundred Barbies. I'm not even exaggerating. I had Rainbow Bright. I had My Little Ponies, all the strawberry shortcake, all of the 1980s toys you can think of. And that was my heaven. You know, that I just, I loved being at my grandparents' house. They were my safe people. My uncles would come around. I loved all of my uncles. And it just was filled with all of my happy memories from childhood. Playing outside, they had like a three acres of land. And when I was really young, they had a bunch of cats and I'm a huge cat person. And so it was just like, it was my happy place, 100% my happy place. And my grandma, she had the time to spend a lot of time with me. And so that really developed the strong relationship between the two of us. And she really was just, I think the person that made me, you know, the somewhat sane person I am today. and. I wanted to say that, so my grandma, if some of you, I think it was, I recorded this a long time ago, but she has dementia now and we had to put her in a home. It's now been almost a year because it was April of 2021. And this is currently April, 2022, that this is getting recorded. And immediately when my family moved her into the home, they started to take down the house and not take it down, but like all the things inside of it. And I chose not to be there for that process because it was like devastatingly hard for me. And I just knew it would crush me if I was there when it was happening. And although I've felt a lot of sadness around that, I kind of haven't in a while. And that's interesting. As I say that right now, I'm like, I wonder if that is why I'll have to go back and look at the dates because I've heard this from several other people that, you know, when there's like a big stress in their life, like say a a family member passes or something that every year, even if it's been like 10 years when that's happened around that date, they'll have this emotion come up. And so it's so interesting. Literally, I'm kind of having an epiphany as I talk this through that I wonder if it's around this time that she was put in a home because I had these dreams of walking through her house just a couple days ago. I'm very, very intuitive. And I have very just premonitions sometimes in my dreams. My dreams are very intense. There's sometimes information that comes to me during dreams. So all of that aside, I'm kind of rambling here because I'm kind of a little like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, That's happening. Uh, My point of this story is to share that the sadness came through and the sadness of, I never get to go to my grandma's house again. It's since then gotten sold. Somebody else lives there. Obviously everything's been taken out of it. My toys that were still there, which is so funny because I'm in my forties now. Some of it went to whatever goodwill or whatever, but others of it got thrown away and 
it's meaningful for me on many levels, again, because it held the place of where my happy childhood was, right? And it just, my grandma and her kind of dementia and that what she's going through, I don't let myself think about that all the time. Because if I did, it would make me, anytime I think about it, it makes me sad. Obviously, you know, anybody that's gone through that or gone through any type of illness with a loved one, it's devastatingly sad. And yet it's wonderful when I get to go visit her. And yeah, so let's get back to the point of this podcast. Thanks for being on this ramble with me. If you're somebody that's experiencing grief right now or trouble with a loved one, you know, some sort of illness or shift or change with a loved one. I just, I want to just say that I, my heart goes out to you and that I see you because I know, I know that struggle. I know what that feels like. So back to feeling numb and pausing and checking in about it. I saw that there was this sadness underneath it. Sadness for my grandma Sadness for some things that are going on in my life right now, like with this chronic fatigue stuff that I've been struggling with. Sadness that so many people struggle with autoimmune disorders in our world. Sadness that there's so many poisons and toxins in our environment and in our food. And that's a whole podcast for another day, but you don't have to be, you don't have to live under a rock to know that (laughs) things our food system and pharmaceuticals and all of that is, it is what it is. I'm not going to get into that in this podcast, but I was just feeling the sadness for all of it. And I just sat with that sadness and I just said, I see you, I feel you. And I just let it be. I didn't rush it. I didn't time it to a certain time. I just, I kind of was crying, but not really. And I was just feeling things and you know, sending good vibes to my grandma and just, I was just being with it. And then I got up, I turned on it when I felt like I was complete with that part of it. I got up and I turned on a song and I started moving my body to move the energy out that was building up. And that's kind of how I want to end this podcast is to say that we have to feel it, but we also have to move it. And that movement might just be you shaking your hands out or like shaking your upper body, shaking your shoulders. It might be you dancing full on to a whole song. It might be doing some yoga with intention, but something to move it. Maybe it's just touching first finger, each of your fingers to your thumb. You know, maybe it's doing a little tapping, a little EFT. There's a lot of different things you can do. You don't have to to dance it out or shake it out. But those are two ways for me personally that really get it moving. And I I also spend a little bit of time journaling about the feeling as well, just as like a process. So I had a little more time this morning, but if you don't have a lot of time, the, the important point to make here is that any trigger, no matter how small, like I could have just let this numbness go, right? I didn't have, you know, I did for two days. I was just kind of like, eh, I'm just feeling blah. Everything's just kind of blah. And finally, I like was like, okay, let's let's tune into this, right? But I could have kept letting it go, but it would have showed up again and again and again in different ways. And that's the thing about these triggers. If we don't handle them in the moment, 
Again, it doesn't have to take a long process. If we don't handle them in the moment, they they will show up again. Not only that, we will interact with the world from that place of that trigger at some point again, right? Like had I started working from that place of numbness, I would have been interacting with the world in whatever ways I was working, whether that was sending an email, making a phone call, writing a post that I put on social media, making a podcast, whatever. I would have been making that through the energy of numbness instead of fully processed. And it doesn't, here's the the secret too, okay? Like we don't have to be happy 24-7 to get shit done, okay? So, you know, in this moment, I don't feel 100%. I feel a little bit tired, a little bit lack of energy, but I don't feel that numbness. I felt like I processed through that to a place of finding myself again and opening up to a different place, okay? So, but as I went about my work day today, I wasn't like, oh, now I'm super happy so I can work. It wasn't like that. It was just like, I'm not numb anymore. I'm just, I'm more me again, but I'm not like me at 120%, (laughs) right? Because there's probably still some emotions processing. There's probably still some energy moving through. So every moment that we get triggered is a moment of growth for us. It's a moment of exploration into what might be blocking us in that moment. And if you want more support in this, I have a new program coming out called the seven day nervous system reset, where we're going to be working through feelings, working through nervous system, pushing our edges and learning how to heal our nervous systems using a mind, body, spirit based approach. And you'll have lots of tools and techniques. Obviously, our nervous system isn't going to completely heal within seven days. It's kind of an ongoing experience, but it's going to give you the tools to be able to reset your nervous system when you need to. So reach out to me. You can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at the sensitive CEO or email me the sensitive CEO at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And I hope this helps. Let me know how this lands for you. I always like to get your messages and please share the podcast with your social media, your friends, your family. That means the world to me to get messages from people telling me they've shared this, that they love the podcast. It just makes all the work that goes into it so worthwhile. And I just want to get this information out to more and more people because this just lights me up helping others in this way. So thank you. And I just also, I haven't done this yet, but I also want to give a shout out to my editor, Jared White, who I found him on upwork.com. He is my amazing editor and uh, it's, it's just really nice to be able to send him these podcasts and have it returned. So let's all give a round of applause to Jared. Thanks, Jared. All right. I hope to see you guys again really soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, 
You are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.